What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Sorry, you told me not to talk, so I was holding my breath. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. By you guys, I mean Thomas. Thank you <laughs> for tuning in. See, we did, we did this just for you. We haven't streamed in like three years, feels like. Um, so we thank you, uh, Thomas, for tuning in. Round of applause for the one man in the audience. You better stay the whole time, too. We're here, so you better stay. <laughs> you better not leave. The moment you leave... We're shutting this off <laughs> anyways uh well, thank you guys for tuning in for those who listen on the pod uh happy saturday i'm coming in playing a little bit injured got a little neck issue that i'm i'm dealing with i play hurt what can i say right on the other side yeah he's all right he's here um we got a lot to get to today there's there's a shake up with the broncos offense that um i don't know how you feel about it but I feel a little bit positive about it, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is actually really bad. But uh, we'll talk about that. We'll make our NFL picks. And then also, the Denver Nuggets, man. Just when you think they can't... Uh, oh, no, it's, it's it's the most Nuggets start to a season that yeah, just, you'll ever see. I This is just this team. They go out and lay a dud against arguably the worst team, maybe... In the league, eventually. To be be fair, they won last night against Minnesota. They're playing... Well, also, too, they have a bunch of dudes that are, like, on a prove-it type of situation. Like, Vanderbilt, Beasley. So, like, these guys have pride. So, you know, it's not a bunch of just, like, young guys. It's not like Houston, necessarily. So, I mean, I could see why they're scrappy and why they win games. But come end of the year, they're they're probably going to be top three, top five worst team in the league. Um... But they lay a dead against those guys, and then you go to the House of Horrors, known as the Chase Center, play the Warriors, who just come off of a shellacking of the Lakers. Like, they just smacked them around for 48 minutes. And I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to record this game, but this is one of those where I'm probably not going to even watch the game, because I have a feeling of what's going to happen. Um, and then I check at halftime, and they're up 12, and I'm like, of course they're up 12. And then I had to watch the end of the game. I had a friend text me, and he gave me like a Jokic gif. And I was like, yeah, good win. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the last like minute or so. And then everything's just going nosedive. Bones <laughs> turns it over, and I'm like, ugh, why did I do this? Now I'm angry. Now I'm mad. But luckily, they pulled out the W. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, too. Um, without Jamal, by the way. So not sure. Maybe, maybe Jamal needs to... Uh, come off the bench and bruce brown needs to start just saying uh but we'll talk about that we'll get into our picks all that good stuff let's start with the broncos though um because uh there's a shakeup. there's a shakeup in the lineup russell wilson will be resting i think is what the uh the report said is he's gonna rest he yeah, obviously told her yeah well that was you didn't have to do that that was he got a pcp injection for that that's He's fine now. Now it's the hammy, right? So uh, right. he's got the, the hamstring. The, ha- the hammy, yeah. yeah he's mm-hmm. got a hamstring, yep. and he's got the shoulder. So they're going to rest him, injury-type management. And so who gets to start? Brett let it rip, ripping. Do you remember the last time we saw Brett ripping? No. Preseason. Uh, okay, that was a dumb question, because I actually don't remember. But do you remember the last the last year? Not last year. That year was before. two years ago? Year before. 
Oh, it's man. when he no. had the, the greatest game of his life. That was also one of the worst teams in, well, NFL history. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, guess, how many points, <laughs> I mean, guess how many points the Broncos scored that game? Probably more than they've had all year. Oh, uh, well, no, not not more. It feels like it, oh. sure. Uh, no, they scored 37. 37 in one game. When's the last that's time? Pretty, well, that you was know the what? last that time. Is, but, that's pretty close. Um, that's, that's pretty close to the total of what Denver had. Is it really? Now <laughs> that's I'm curious. Let's look. That's pretty okay, close. Let's, let's, do, let's do the math here. So we had 16 week one, right? And then you had uh, 16 again week two. So that's that's 32. Uh, okay. Then you had 11 in week three. So that's 43. 43. And then you had nine. Everyone wants to forget about that. That's 52. <laughs> 52. And then you had 16 again. They've, they've scored 16 points three times. That's 68 points. So almost double. So, but still, that's that's fairly sad that we're now six weeks going on week seven and you haven't even doubled that total <laughs> yet. Close to it, but not even, not even doubled it. Um, yeah, you get the Jets this week who are coming in. They're, aren't, aren't they four and two? Yeah, the Jets have been playing well. And I don't think Zach has actually played. Well, I think he had one nice drive to win the game against Pittsburgh. Um, but they mm-hmm. built a good team. And this is what I think we talked about this when we were previewing the year. I thought they could win maybe six or seven games this year uh, because of the talent that they've put around Zach Wilson. And you have you have Corey Davis, who you brought over before last season. Uh, you drafted Elijah Moore last year who I thought played great as a rookie. And then you draft Garrett Wilson this year, who I thought was one of the better receivers in the class. Um, you you, dra- you draft uh, Michael Carter last year, who was alongside Javante in that North Carolina offense. He's been great. And then you double down in, at the running back position. And I believe in the second round, you draft uh, Brees Hall. or Yeah, Brees Hall, right? Um, so that's a hell of a... Those are those are a lot of weapons. You also have Mikai Becton at left tackle, who I believe isn't playing right now, but you draft him in the first round. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, you drafted him, I think last year. So they their offensive line isn't isn't bad. It's it's solid. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's it's solid. They've been able to run the ball really well, uh, and they have weapons for Zach. You also grabbed uh, C.J. Uzuma from Cincinnati. Uh, Conklin as well at tight end. And then they have a, a ton of pass rushers. Uh, Sauce Gardner has played great. He's been I, like a top, probably top five or six corner in the league. So they they have a lot of pieces. I don't think they're a playoff team this year, even though they're four and two. They'll probably fall off a bit here, but they're a good team. I, I think for them, it's, it's try to win anywhere between seven and nine games this year. And then next year should be, okay, well, now we should be talking about playoffs uh, next year. But they're a good team, and they're much better than the Broncos are currently. I mean, this this should be an easy game for, for the Jets. I mean, they have a good team, and their defense has been really good. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's um, a situation to where they're kind of, you know, when you see the Jets on the schedule, it's like, oh, this is the Jets. We can we can take this week off type of thing. So I don't know how much of it is people are seeing that and they're like, mm, we don't really have to give our best against against these guys. But they've beaten some some quality teams. I mean, they beat yep. 
the Dolphins. I think that was without Tua, though. Um, but they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Packers in Green Bay. They also beat um, the Browns. Got housed by Cincinnati. But and, and those were with Joe Flacco, though. Those first three weeks. Okay. Um, but I mean, they've they've got some some good wins over solid teams. A couple of those teams will probably be in the playoffs. Maybe the Browns have a shot to make it to the wild card. Um, but yeah, I mean this this is a team you can't overlook. I mean, if you're even with Russell, I I was picking this the Broncos to lose this game. I think I'm still leaning that way. But I think the funny part about it is when I heard the news that that Russ might be out, I was like, what if the offense looks better? Will the offense look better? The offense will look better. And and I was listening to uh, uh, I for, I forget who what podcast it was. Um, it was just a clip on YouTube, but they were talking about Russ and in Seattle. It was a lot of under center bootleg play action, a lot of that. Right. And the whole let Russ cook came because he wanted to be in, in, in and it actually came from his camp, not him specifically, but his, his entourage or whatever sent out a little thing that said, let, let Russ cook. And what that meant was we will want to be in shotgun a lot, want to spread it out, uh, throw the ball downfield, all of that. And so he comes to Denver and this isn't this offense that we've seen. Isn't the, the offense that green Bay plays. It's just not. And it hasn't been, this is a, I, I think, I think Russ came in and pretty much, undermine everything that Hackett originally wanted to do with the offense. And it was, let's go in shotgun where we're going to run the ball out of shotgun. We're going to spread it out and we're going to let Russ cook. And now I think without Russ and without him controlling the offense, I I think you're going to see Hackett's offense come out and the the green Bay offense, which obviously hasn't looked at this year, but there it's going to be a lot of under center, run the ball, play action, get ripping out of the pocket. And I mean, just, just find out, make, make it easy on him, right? One yeah. read plays. Uh, yeah. A couple reads. And it's going to be a play action. He's going to have high right. medium, They're, you know, they, low, high, medium, whatever. They might score the most points they have all season long. The, and then, and then, the and then what's the talk? The talk is to put Russ in that offense. That, because we, what have we been saying all year long? I, that's that's what the offense should have been all year long. N- none of this, you know, I, I, I like personally, I think running out of shotgun can work. But it's not going to work when, you, when you're only in shotgun. <laughs> and, yeah. and your passing game is non-existent and it's not working. Like, it, it doesn't, you can mix it in here and there. Yeah. But when, but when it's, your only play when you're running the ball, it, it's never going to work. So well, you I can think... you can mix in shotgun with when Russ gets back, but the 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 bones of the offense needs to be Hackett's offense, and it hasn't been. It's been what Russ wants to do. That's been the bones of the offense, and and that's obviously it's not working. It's funny that you mentioned the um the running out of shotgun thing because I I forgot. Who, I think it was um, Marcus Spears on NFL Live. Uh, they were talking about that a couple weeks ago to where he was like, as a, as a defense, 
when you're in shotgun, it's it's actually easier for us because we can kind of eliminate certain things. Whereas if you go under center, yep. there's the threat of the run, the boot action, you can throw it. Like there's so many more things we have to think about and worry about. Whereas, and, and play action's obviously harder to defend because the quarterback is turning their back to you and you can't see the ball. Whereas, you know, in shotgun, yeah, you can go play action, but it's more, you know, you're seeing what the quarterback is doing for the most part, better than what you would see if he's coming out of. Well, and if you're in shotgun too, the the threat of the quarterback pulling and running is usually a thing. Well, it hasn't been a thing for the Broncos. The read option. We saw it twice last week. And it worked full time. I was thinking that all season. I've been like, where is the read option? I think they've ran it at least, I think three or four times. Literally. I think that's it. And each time they've done it, Russ has gotten chunk plays. And I'm like, whoa, where is that? It feels like, and I think we talked about this a few podcasts ago, like it feels like Russ is trying to be the typical pocket passer guy that we've seen have success. He's trying to be Drew Brees. He's trying to be Drew Brees. He's trying to be Tom. He's trying to be Rodgers. But that's not what got him here to where he is at, to to get people to covet him as a quarterback and to ultimately have Denver give up as much as they did to go after him, that's not what made him successful in the NFL. And it feels like he's gotten away from that. And I don't, I just don't know if there's anybody in his ear telling him, listen, man, you just got to be what got you here rather than trying to fit, you know, what you think you should be. Um, but I don't know. That, that's, that's a whole other conversation. Um, no, I, I, I do think that the Broncos offense, there's a, a heavy chance that this, this offense does look better. Um, ideally, I still don't have faith that they'll win this game because at the end of the day, they're, they're still the Broncos. Um, one stat I saw that Zach Stevens put out is Denver, I think has given up the fewest touchdowns all year. Yeah. Six. I believe. Maybe that's how many they score. One of those. And you're two and four. How is that possible? How is that remotely possible? They've had a chance to literally win, right? Every game they've played. Yeah, I mean, they're two and four. They they should be five and one at the very least. And that's what we thought they would be. And even even the the one last time I'm I'm counting there is the Raiders game. But if Melvin Gordon doesn't fumble the ball, they probably they should have won that one too. I mean, they've been in every game. Mm-hmm. They should have won every single game. Mm-hmm. They could easily be six and zero, but easily offensive. Um, I'll say incompetence, this. I'll say shooting this. yourself if, in the foot. If Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, they'd be six and zero. It's hard to argue. And and and, and here's the difference. And At just like when Peyton and came here, or when Brady went to Tampa, the difference is that they. They went to a team with the offense being what they've been running <laughs> their whole career, right? Payton's been doing the same thing for 18 years or, well, at that, that time, whatever, 14 years. Um, Brady, he's been running the same thing for 20 years. Rodgers, probably, I mean, he'd, he would have come here and probably run the same thing that he's been running the whole time. Whereas Russ wants to be a completely different player. And he's choosing joining a new team with a whole new offense, all new weapons, 
new language, new O-line. He's choosing that time to completely change the type of player he is. That's the worst possible time to do that. Yeah. It, like, start, <laughs> start how you've been playing for the last however many years, and then... Then maybe week five, week six, week seven. Okay, let's start to put in some more stuff that you want to do. But it was, it was no. I, I'm just, we're just gonna run what I want to run, and I'll figure it out. But he's he's not that. He's not that type of quarterback. And now you're seeing that. I mean, Seattle and the way they've run their offense. Was Russ ever that type of quarterback? Because. Geno Smith is doing exactly what Russell Wilson has been doing the last 10 years. Ooh, you're calling him a system guy. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty it, obvious it looks, it as of right way. now. It looks that way. Um, positive spin. All right. Playing the other side here. Could this be a blessing in disguise for Russ? Because now it gives him kind of a week to just not take the heat, right? If they come out and they play awful or they continue to do what they've been doing, now it's not, oh, Russ, you suck, and we regret another week of just piling on Russ, kicking Russ. Could this be a positive in that he can now take a step back and just take a breather, maybe? What do we have no. going on in the chat? What is this? <laughs> I was just going to say, um, no, because because the offense can't look any worse. That's the problem. It's not like it's not like uh, we were expecting 30 points a game and <laughs> it's not like they were scoring. We were expecting them to score 30 points a game and the first six weeks they're scoring 23 and it's looked average. It's looked OK, but it's not like, oh, this is amazing. No, it can't get worse. So even if. Brett Rippon goes out there and throws for 150 yards at, and and two picks. I mean, Russ has done that. <laughs> so um, it, it, it literally can't get any worse than what it's been. But the the only the only good thing that can come out of this is that Brett Rippon plays well. The offense looks good under Hackett's what the offense should be. I don't know. And if that's then good, they, though. then they implement Russ into that more under center, more bootleg, just get him out of the pocket because they don't do any of that. I mean, there is none of that. No, I was wondering that. I think they got away from like the bootleg stuff. Like since like week one, week one or week two, you just didn't see it. And I think I even tweeted it like that. I was like, where's the play action? Like, where is all that? That just went away. And now we're just in shotgun and, it's HB dives and, you know, nine-step drops for Russ for him to do a long-developing play. And then on third downs, I, th I think teams just know, let's just blitz the Broncos on third down. Yeah. Because we know we're going to get a sack or nothing's going to happen. Like, literally well, every and, third down, I'm like, here comes a blitz. And sure enough, here's a blitz. And, oh, Russ is sacked. And I'm like, yeah. Well, okay. and they were they were talking about it. I mean, who – it was um, or last Troy, game. right? Trying, yeah, they were they were saying, why, why is he not – why why are they not shifting why, the line? Why, why are do they you not know how to read? Or or maybe he is and he just thinks he can get rid of the ball I, quick enough. I don't know. Well, I, there's, Dan Orlovsky was no, like flaming them, saying this is like basic high school level stuff that they're yeah, not getting. Well, it is. 
I mean, when you're playing a game of Madden and you see them about to blitz, what do you do? Okay, running back, you're going to block. And we're going to, if they're coming so off the left side, if streak. it looks like they're coming off the left, we're going to shift our own line. We, like, a 13-year-old knows how to do that. Why aren't they doing that? We know, know. Russ knows how to do it. I don't At know least he should. I don't know if it's him, but it seems like also, too, that there's no hot routes, right? Like, typically, you know, we're not like... No quarterbacks in the nfl right but usually when yeah. and that could built be in the offense there's there's reads right like if you see a blitz coming they have a, a hot route that they can go to you know something to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand quickly and it's there's there is none of that it's just like no jerry judy go 12 and do an in Cortland just do a streak and hopefully the o-line can hold up and here's the linebacker coming in but you know what the question is maybe russ has never done that his career i don't know yeah maybe not because because it was they ran the system and I mean, well, I don't know about that because never... they, he came from Wisconsin, who's like a pro style offense, right? Like under center, his first couple years in the league with Seattle, he's under center. I don't, I don't, I think, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I have no, I have no. Well, now I'm now I'm questioning answer. everything because, like, I'm now I'm questioning what did he do in Seattle? I don't know. What did he do? Because, kind of yeah, like his that, numbers uh, look great. His, his numbers look great. But is that because they ran the ball well and they got him out of the pocket? They let him, you know, find, like because and a lot of those yards are just 60, 50, 60 yard plays that DK and, and, and Tyler Lockett and uh, I mean, he still has to make the play. I think Russ is a good player. There's just there's obviously some sort of disconnect. Somewhere. Well, he, he can throw the deep ball. I, what I'm saying, though, is the deep ball was pretty much everything that he threw yeah so but, I mean, he he always didn't he didn't always have dk and lot like he had solid no, receivers but, but they weren't great but i mean if you if you remember though a lot of the plays the, the only times i can remember russ making a great throw are the play are the 50 60 yard bombs to golden tate yeah i mean i there there's nothing He's and, and and when the trade happened, I mean, you saw all the Seattle fans and Seattle media say, "Well, we're actually kind of glad because he never checked down, never. He never took the easy throws. He missed wide receivers wide open underneath because he was so enamored with throwing it deep. Yeah, that I learned he, that he never the first took those. I was like, wow, he really and, does throw it deep every time, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> and and he misses wide open receivers. Yeah. He doesn't make the uh, the reads that a Brady or Breeze. Uh, a Manning does or else they no. win the game against Indy with the throw to, to Hamler. You put Peyton Manning at 50 years old in that on that play specifically. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. Know. We don't know how noodly that arm is. At this point, he might be throwing shock put. <laughs> so, I mean, when he, when he was on, on his last legs, it was a duck. It was at least still somewhat a spiral. Now, he's I just, mean, nah. I mean, Hamler was wide open though. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean there's, Manny, there's Manny could have made that though. play easily because yeah. he. I mean, he knows what he's looking at. I, I don't think Russ knows what he's looking at. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I think though, I'm conflicted because I don't. I know you said it would be a good thing, like if if Rippin comes out and plays well and the offense looks good, and then you can input Russ into what you did. You're successful at it here, Russ. This obviously worked. Let's now like stick to this. 
I think, honestly, if the Broncos win and they they score 24, 27 points, I think it's going to be worse because you know you're going to have the people that come out and say, well, Rippin should just play then. Like, and I think there's already people that feel that way. Like, Russ, yeah, there's we've probably already, already... We've, we've, like, we've made a mistake, but it might be honestly actually worse <laughs> if that happens. I don't know. At this point, I don't even well, care. I guess I'm thinking of it from how what what's going on in Dallas, right? Because they struggled with Dak and Rush we that offense because they were they were trying to do too much, right? They were trying to put Dak into situations where he's gonna have to do everything. He gets hurt. Cooper Rush comes in. They simplify the offense. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, put Dak in that offense. And then you can add, up, you know, a couple plays here and there where you're letting Dak do his thing. Yeah. But keep it you're, simple, stupid. Right. And that's, I mean, from the looks of it, I mean, it's not like Seattle changes their offense. That's no. that's what it is. And it's working. And it's worked great. And Russ was great in it. Um, couple things switching to like the defensive side of the ball. Uh, is Baron Browning's emergence a fluke, or is he no. like legitimately this dude? Do you think? No, I, I and and uh, our friend Colton, he's talked about it too mm-hmm. with Baron Browning. He should have been a pass rusher in college. The fact that they didn't put him in that position was is just shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, because when when he was in that position in college, he got there. So yeah. I think Baron Browning is just a victim of, I mean, coaches not knowing where to put him. You know, he's kind uh, of got like a Vaughn build. I'm not saying he is Vaughn, but like his build yeah. is kind of Vaughn-esque. He's got the long right. arms. He's leaner, quicker. He can bend. Whereas like with Chubb, you know, he just kind of bull rushes dudes. But Right. So, yeah, I mean, we we talked and, and I said this before the before the season started, before even the preseason pass rushers on this team is is the best part about this team i mean you've got so many guys and you drafted nick bonito and i mean i want to see all four of them out there at this uh, count uh draymond jones all five of them out there in one play because what you can do is you can put gregory and chubb on the outside yeah. you got draymond on on the line run those three right with you know them closest to the line and put Bonito and Brownie as the quote unquote inside linebackers and let them rush wherever. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what Dallas did last year when they had Gregory, right? You had Gregory and someone else out on the edge. They moved Micah everywhere. They still do. But last year specifically, when they had Gregory out there, you you can't like for example, and, and what teams try to do with Micah Pars is now that he's been out on the edge more this year. Is they run the ball at him, you you basically you you take like what Vaughn what what you would do with Vaughn right you run the ball at Vaughn now Vaughn is Vaughn made plays still, but what you want to do is kind of try and take them out of the play, and so if if you're moving him around if you're say taking Baron Browning who has played inside linebacker for the majority of his football career, you can put him at inside linebacker and let him rush from there too yeah you know you could you could have say you have chubb kind of crash in bull rush more of an inside pass rush you have baron browning in the inside initially and you have him wrap around 
and you have Gregory on the other side. You have Draymond Jones on the inside. You can do creative stuff if you have all of them out there. It's not like it's not like oh well you know they're just gonna you know they're just gonna rotate. I mean yeah you can do that, but why not have all three of them out there? Especially when Nick Benito and Baron Browning have played a lot of inside linebacker in their in their careers. Let them play that position. You can also have Singleton and Jewel and and uh, Griffith in there too. You can run a you know a four three essentially right. Have one have let's say Griffith in the middle or, um, or whoever, one of those true inside linebackers, um, maybe even two of them, put them two in the middle, have Draymond and put Chubb more on the inside as a, almost like a defensive end. And you can move Benito and Browning everywhere. I mean, you can, you can get creative with, with that type of pass rush. I mean, they have so many guys, you don't have to do that every play. I mean, that could be a, you know, a third and eight type of play where you have all of them out there. Yeah. If you have all of them out there, I you you ain't blocking them. Well, and I think I that's mean, that's been a bright spot too is really is Euro Evero. Like I think he's he's showing yeah. like he's he's a he's a good defensive coordinator. And I well, think the Broncos I, are leading the league in terms of like how quickly they're getting to He should be the head coach. I mean, I sure. If, why not? If they lose if they lose to the Jets, I don't know their full schedule. Um uh, they have the Jags after this in London. Okay, so, okay, Jags so at if they, Titans. If they are Raiders. two and six after the London game, Fire Hackett, move up, uh, uh, Evero, Evero, yeah, and see what it can do. Yeah, why not? And and let let Clint Kubiak run the offense, sure. and have have more of a Shanahan Kubiak type of offense where he's under center. Zone run, bootleg, put Russ in those situations. If they do that, if they did that now, they can they can win the next three games. If they were to just do that now, right right this second, let Hackett go, move up Evero as the head coach, let him just focus on that. Let Clint Kubiak run the offense and put Russ in what offense he should run. What what the what type of quarterback he is? He's not he's not Peyton Manning. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's a system quarterback, and we've learned that. Hmm. I mean, that's just what it is. He's a system quarterback, and the Broncos got fleeced. I have nothing to say. I mean, I I'd like to deny it, but I. Evidence doesn't really show. I mean, listen, if, if that's what you want to do, then sure, I'm, I'm with it. I mean, I've my Sean Payton plan I put into place, what was that, week two when I brought that up to you? Well, yeah, <laughs> so, and, and look, like, if you fire, let's say you I'm fire good. Hackett after Whatever. the Jacksonville game. Um, Whenever. Let me, pull up their, let me pull up their schedule. Because if, if you... It's Jets, Jacksonville, Titans, When is their Raiders. bye week? Uh, it is after the Jags game. Wait, no, it's what? not. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yep, perfect. Okay. So yeah, so after that London game, you if more than likely they're going to be two and six. I don't think they beat either team, the Jets or the Jags. I don't. That would be devastating. But yes, I agree. I, I think the I'm Jets picking defense, every other team except for Carolina. That's probably the only game that I'm. And Ten- I don't think Tennessee is very good, but they'll probably be able oh, to run on numbers. Tennessee, yes, Tennessee will be. Good. Well, Tennessee's not very good, but uh, yeah. I think. 
I think Derrick Henry will run all over Denver. I, I think that's kind of their. I, I, yeah. I, they can stop the smaller, quicker backs, um, but guys like like Jacobs yeah. or Henry, they're gonna struggle with. Um, so, Philip yeah, Lindsay. I mean, <laughs> Philip Lindsay. Yeah, the Panthers are the only the only winnable game. Um, I mean, and well, even winnable even on paper though the, all of these games are winnable like <laughs> all of these games are the next I don't, five weeks are winnable sure well yeah right. on paper well, but we right. don't play it but, on paper oh and 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 what but even even on paper we just mentioned the, the the amount of points that they've scored this year even at this point on paper they're not what what was our um <laughs> What was our prediction for how many points they would score in a year? I'm, I'm uh, curious. I, uh, I thought they see, could get to 28 see. a game, I think. Uh, so you said you said 29. Okay, yeah. And 493 points. I said 26 and 450. We have 68 points. They might not score 200. Through six weeks. We have they, might not even, they might not even get to 200. Oh. No, but... I. It, you lose to the Jets, which I think will happen. You lose to the Jags. I think they lose at least one of those. And if you're sitting at two and six or even three and five, especially if that if let's say you beat the Jets, let's say what we think could happen, right? Let's say the offense does actually look better slightly with Brett, Brett Rippon in there. You beat the Jets, but barely because your defense, you know, your Holds defense basically wins you the game and, and your offense can. Right, your offense scores 17 or 20. 11, which is 11. <laughs> they score 11. But then they go to, to London and, and they lose. Yeah. Even then, at that point, and let's say Russ is back for that game, which he probably will be, and let's say you lose and you get embarrassed in London, that should be, even with the win against the Jets, that should be Hackett's final game. Whether it's Hackett's fault or oh, not, yeah. because I, I would say the majority of the of, of the fault here is on Russell Wilson, but even even with I see, that, I don't. Yeah, it's time I to let Hackett. It's time to let Hackett go. Uh-huh. They actually might fire him. I, see, I don't think you can really fire him after the Jets game because now I, you're I think traveling these to next London. Two games, I think depending on how these two games go, he has to win both, and and not just win both, but but like the he, offense looks uh, good. Have to win both. Mm. Let's uh, because if they beat the Jets, but it was the defense, and then you lose to Jacksonville. No, it's over. I don't know if he has to win both, but they it. You know, he may have to. He yeah, he may have to because even even though it's the Jets and the Jags and both are solid this year to competitive, mm. even still, like losing to these teams with the guys that you have, the injuries you have, even barring that, you still have enough to beat these two teams. Yeah, so I I think if he if they lose these two games, especially if they stink it up. Oh, he's not making a pass by week. At least I don't think he should. And I, but. I'll say this. If let's say they fire him after Jacksonville, everything that I said happens. Who'll be extra running the offense? I think they beat the Titans. I think they beat the Raiders. I think they beat the Panthers. All of a sudden you're what, five and six? Oh no, killer. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, well, I think, maybe, I think maybe they, they do. win one or two games out of that. No, all three of those are very winnable. Even with Hackett. All right. Okay. I, I think the firing of Hackett and the change of offense to the Shanahan Kubiak type of offense. That's I, technically what they're running now. 
technically, but it's Russ running. I don't think, look, I don't think Russell will, I don't think Clint Kubiak is going to be like, all right, Russ, let's keep running what you want to run. Uh, well, I, I think Hackett's already dug his grave. And, and, and he dug it by, by saying, all right, Russ, we're going to do whatever you want. Yeah. He might I mean, be just too Hackett, nice of a guy. Hackett got completely pushed over. And that's, that's the danger when you have players coach, right? Yeah. If you're too buddy-buddy, yeah. then they, go, they don't really respect you and see you as an authoritarian. But then if you're on the opposite extreme and you're Vic Fangio taking speakers out of people's lockers, then it's like, ah, oh, we don't like that guy either. It's finding the perfect balance, but not everybody has a coach like that. Um, lastly, before we get to picks, uh, Chubb had two and a half sacks in that Jets game where Rippin started last. Mm. Does he have a sack this game? Should. Uh, he playing well this I, year. I think he can get he one. It, one. Here's the thing with the Jets, and, and it'll be interesting to see if the Broncos can stop the run game. Yeah. Because if they can... Because here's the thing: the Jets are winning because uh, Zach Wilson threw 18 passes against the against the Packers. Yeah. Um, he threw 36 against the the Steelers. They fell behind um, and played well in the second half. Uh, who else did they play? Now I can't remember. I, I had it up here. Um, the Jets, oh, the, Dolph the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I don't Steelers, think he Dolphins, threw a, Packers. I don't think he threw a ton against the Dolphins either. Um, no, he only threw the ball 21 times and they scored 40 points and he didn't throw a touchdown. So they're winning games. And this is, this is how you develop a young quarterback, right? You, you put weapons around them, you run the ball well and you play great defense and they're doing just that. And they're like Zach Wilson won the game against Pittsburgh at last drive. He threw two picks also in that game. It was his first game back, but he won the game with that final drive. But other than that, he hasn't really done anything. And it's because they've run the ball so well. I mean, Brees Hall against the Dolphins ran for 97 yards and a touchdown on 5.4 yards per carry. Michael Carter also had a touchdown. Brees Hall also had two catches for 100 yards. Um, against the Steelers, Brees Hall 17 carries for 66 yards. Um and then against the uh, last week uh, against the Packers, I think it was Michael Carter who ran the ball well. So you got to uh, no Brees Hall, actually 20 carries, 116 yards, one touchdown, 5.8 yards per carry. Michael Carter, six for 41, 6.8 yards per carry. Um, I mean, that's you got to stop those two. If you can stop those two and get a get a lead. You can probably, especially with the way Sertan is playing, you can probably get a pick or two on Zach. But the problem is they got to stop the run. I, I don't. Brees Hall is one of those running backs. I don't think it's a really good matchup for for the Broncos defense. It's kind of thunder and lightning with those two. I don't. I don't think they stop either of them. But if you can, that's how that's how the Broncos win this game. Yeah. And you got to um, pray that Zach Wilson doesn't pick apart Mathis or. Whoever is the other corner. Well, DJ Jones is questionable with an ankle injury, and so is Deshaun Williams. So it doesn't bode well for Denver. Um, I think we're both on the Jets, though, for this game. Jets are a one-and-a-half-point favorite coming to Denver. Yeah, uh, I would say um, I would say 20-13 to 13 Jets. 
I don't know how the Broncos score 13. I'll say uh Well, I think the, I think the 10. offense looks better. And that's yeah. better. Okay. Um that's just true, yeah. That is better actually. Um okay. <laughs> Getting into Pickham now, first game of the week. Uh I'm still clinging to a two point lead because New Orleans can't do anything. Um, yeah, I'm really mad at myself because I took the yeah. Cardinals and uh in other ways, yeah. and I forgot Mr. to text you. I'm the not going to forget to text my picking at all this year. <laughs> okay. But hey, of course, you, that, you that's twice. That is know, twice that you've done that, and I haven't oh. been able to cash in on it because the teams I've chosen suck. No. Um, well, the, the first time I would have picked the same team you picked. I can't remember. Was that? No, the, it's the indie game. You didn't choose a pick for that game. Yeah, but I would have chosen Denver. Yeah. And, and you chose Denver, so... I mean, that, that one judgment. didn't, in my mind, that one didn't matter. This past one, though, I thought you had picked Arizona. I thought it was like, I it was such an it. easy decision. Take oh, Arizona. But, no, well, so. for me, it was. Well, hey, I won, I won some money. So. Oh. Well, I mean, New Orleans was up like 14 to nothing, weren't they? So, didn't look easy to start. Uh, okay, Atlanta versus Cincinnati. Was it Kyle, was it last week that Kyle Pitts had a touchdown? Or was that the week before? Uh, the week before. Okay. Did he do anything last week? I think he was hurt. Okay. So no. Um, oh no, no, stop that. He was hurt the two weeks ago. He scored a touchdown last week. Okay, so yeah, there you go. So building off of this, Atlanta uh, versus Cincinnati. <laughs> All right. Well, there goes your faith. Um Cincinnati versus Atlanta. This is a tough one. Atlanta's been No, it's uh, it's uh, easy Cincinnati. I mean Atlanta's three and three. Atlanta's played well. Since he's a six and a half point favorite, that seems extreme. That's um, extreme. They're both three and three. Since he's kind of up and down, they come off a big win against New Orleans last week. Jamar Chase played really well. I'll go Cincy, but I, I think this will be a tougher game than maybe you think it'll be. Well, I don't think they cover that, but um, it's Atlanta's. They've been. They've been a. Uh, they're something. I don't know what they are, but they're something. Yeah. Uh. But Cincinnati will win. Um. Dallas versus Detroit. Detroit literally has the worst defense in the NFL. So not yeah, sure Dallas. how they stop Dallas at all. Um, yeah, and they won't score much against Dallas' defense. Well, I'm hoping they score at least one, one touchdown, maybe two, depending on if Swift plays. And if they do, just give it to either Hawkinson or Swift, preferably both. At or the same I'm time, just both. No, 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 no one needs to throw it to him. Um, just hold I both mean, of them, hold the ball, and walk into the end zone together. How do they do it, that? If they do that, who do they give the touchdown to? You have to give it to both, don't you? There's no way you can differentiate that. How do you differentiate <laughs> it? You can't. It's like when when two Broncos caught the ball. Who gets the catch? Nobody knows. Well, Sutton came with came out with it. Oh. Well, anyways. Uh, fine. Dallas. But they're just gonna them. hold the ball together, yeah, walk into the sideline. You're gonna throw it to both of them. They're gonna hold it together and just walk into the end zone. Who scores the <laughs> touchdown? Nobody knows. You got to give the points to both of them. Uh, Indy, Indy versus Tennessee is um is Jonathan Taylor back? Yeah. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, I'll take the Colts. Really? Yep. On the road, huh? Yep. I don't think Tennessee's a very good team. I get their three and two, or whatever they are, but I don't think they're very good. I mean, I don't think they're great either, but listen, Indianapolis gives me cause for concern. Um, yeah, they're often like good last week, though. Um, I think they're starting to figure things out. Um, 
Tennessee's defense isn't very good. Tennessee has a long list on that injury report. Jonathan Taylor being back. I think it'll be fine. And Andy. Darius Leonard's still out. I'm going to go Titans. So, so we differ there. Um, okay. Green Bay versus Washington. Surely Green Bay can't lose three games in a row. I'm going Green Bay. Uh, Do it. I mean, Green Bay has not looked good. Do it. I'll take Green Bay as well. You coward. Well, it's Taylor Heineke today or tomorrow. I was hoping you forgot about that. Um, Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Although Taylor Heineke grew up a Brett Favre fan. So, you know, let's give him inspiration to throw more interceptions, I guess. Um, Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Before we get to this game, we had a bet on New Orleans and Carolina. Yeah, that's toast. Um, should we well, scratch that? Because technically, both starting quarterbacks got hurt. Got hurt, yeah. Well, and then New Orleans is completely destroyed. Um, yeah, it's kind of a useless bet at this point. Yeah. Because the bet was made knowing that Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston were going to play. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey would be on the damn team. So, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I think that's pretty much... I was thinking about that today. I was like, yeah, that's probably toast. Even still, though, like... That's going to come down to the wire because one even, has two yeah, wins, one has one win. So, like, that's a sweaty bet right there. Yeah, um, even even if we're not continuing it, I'm still going to I'm curious yeah, to I'm, see. I'm intrigued. I, yeah. I don't think Carolina is going to come out with more wins. Once James gets back, I think. It, it might be tied. They might finish both with, like, It's going to come four, down to their well, last I don't know game if Carolina of the season can against win. each other. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Tampa Bay versus Carolina. I'm assuming you're going Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay. Good, by the way, good for Christian McCaffrey. I think he's in the perfect spot. Yeah, he just has to stay healthy. Yeah, really but is. I mean, also they Carolina had to for him. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, they they did, just, and and you got to you got to win a Super Bowl to make that worth it. Yeah. But at the same time, too, you, Christian isn't going to have the load that he's been having no. to take. But so still, that will help as well. They don't have the quarterback, though, which I think it's going to ultimately come down to that. Can, yeah. Their defense is going to have to replicate what they did a few right. years ago when they made it there. I don't but know to if be can. fair, if, if you put Christian McCaffrey in that game. They didn't need Christian McCaffrey to win that game. They should have just won the game. They were up well, 10 sure. in the third quarter. Sure. But they couldn't, run, play well, they, couldn't, well, they couldn't run the ball. Well, that and Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't see. And, Kittle standing right in front of his well, face and, and crucial that. third down. I don't know. I'm so I, angry. I don't think I think at this point though, I think San Fran gets to the Super Bowl. I think they're easily the favorites in the NFC. Uh, Green Bay is not good enough. Tampa Bay is a disaster. Um I, 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 I'm not buying Dallas. into Philly. Philly has to prove it. Um Dallas won't beat them. Yeah, they're the best. Right. They're the best. It, it's between them right. and Philly. The only reason why I would take San Fran is just because I don't know what Philly is in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. To be fair, I don't. I don't trust Garoppolo either. But no. I, I trust his weapons more than I trust Hurts. Yeah. So Philly is loaded. Um, they are loaded though. Giants, Jacksonville. I don't know what to think about the Giants. I really feel like they're not as good as their record says they are. But they're. 
they're just going out and they're winning games, man. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'll take Jacksonville here. It's in Jacksonville. What's what's the line on this bad boy? Eventually, the Giants will come back down to earth. I'm gonna way right. I'm I'm gonna guess. I've said that like two weeks now, and they don't. They have not. They're five and one. I've been saying that for the last like five weeks. The Giants Uh, are two and four. Oh, it feels like a trap though. If I take the Giants, it feels like a, a huge trap. I think this is the week, but I don't I don't feel good about it. I'll, I'll take Jacksonville though. And yeah. also I with when it's a coin flip game like this, I take the home. It oh. it has to the foot has to drop at some point. It absolutely has to. But Saquon has been I mean Saquon's been awesome. Oh my their their injury report is huge too. Um I'm gonna go Jags. Yeah, I'm going to X. I just, it has to drop. They're going to win. Watch, they're going to win. Um, Cleveland versus Baltimore. Baltimore's Baltimore. a weird team. Um, Lamar started off really good, but these past few weeks, I think he's really hurt himself in terms of contract situation. Uh, I'll still go Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Um, I was yeah. Garrett is still out, right? I Let me check. No, no, he's been back. He, he's oh, been he back. Um, oh, as it mattered. I'll go Baltimore. Let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure he's been back. I think the one that's uh, been hurt is Clowney. Yeah, Clowney's been hurt. Uh, and Denzel Ward is out. Yeah, so I'll, I'll yeah. take Baltimore. Um, okay. We're both on the Jets for Broncos game. Houston, Vegas. I'm going to go Vegas there. Going to go Houston? Yeah. No, I'll go Vegas. Um, Chargers, Seattle. This might actually be a sneaky, fun game. Is Keenan Allen back yet? I think uh, he's back this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Slater's on injured reserve. Joey Bose is obviously out. Keenan Allen's question. Uh, you know what? Palmer's out. Uh, Tyler Lockett's question. Wilson E. Jones. Keenan Allen's question. questionable. Um, uh, I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Chargers. I had a locket. I don't know if he's gonna play. I don't think Sidney Jones is playing. Yeah. Um I'll it I'll take the Chargers. I really wanna take Seattle here though. I just I can't with it their feels like a very winnable game for them. Yeah. Um and you know how funny it would be? If you know the Seahawks beat the Chargers and Broncos didn't, the Broncos can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kansas City versus San Fran debut for Christian McCaffrey. I'm going with your hometown team, Chiefs. Uh, I'm going San Fran. Ooh. I can't wait for Patrick Mahomes to make you regret this. Um, Pittsburgh versus Miami is two back. I believe he report. is back. Yep. Jaylen I will go Miami. You know, you have no faith in um, Trubisky, huh? No. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Chicago versus New England. New England. Wolf. 
Woof, woof, woof. These primetime games have sucked lately. Uh, okay, we're both on New England. So we differ on Indy, Tennessee, and KC San Fran. So two. two games. Could gain a little cushion or you could tie it up. So we'll see. Um, okay. God, I should be within one, too. That makes me so mad. I have receipts. I picked I picked the Cardinals. <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, you picked the Cardinals to Vegas. You picked the Cardinals to me. So doesn't matter. I lost. <sighs> Stupid Saints. Anyways, uh Chris Olave had a great game though, so that's been good. Woo! Uh yeah, I mean my fantasy football team is named Russell Wilson and we're yeah, all in five. Yeah, your so. your team's bad. Your team's bad. Um, well, you know what, though? You know what's funny? Other than last week, because I had like five guys on by and three guys hurt, um, I've been favored every week. Have you really? Yep. I'm, uh, favored, and I am favored this week again. I'm sitting I've at, been favored how, every how week except favored? for last week. Your team doesn't score. Um, I'm at five and one. No, so I, play, I mean, one juggernaut. I mean, I if you look at the points against. Uh, I've had 864 points scored against me. The next closest is 819. See, I'm I'm five and one. What's that saying though? Your house is built on like a like a foundation of cards or something like that. Like it's really fragile. The only reason I'm five and one is because of Josh Allen, and I'm completely fine with admitting that. So. Yeah, my team. I mean, I mean, look, I I'm Mahomes. starting Geno Smith. <laughs> uh. But John, Jonathan Taylor can get 20. Damian Pierce has been really good. He can get 20. Devontae can get 30. CD has been solid. He can get 15. This week, I'm definitely uh, going to lose because I have to start Derek Carr. It's I get Amon Ross St. Brown back. I have a good team. I just, I've yeah. been getting scored on like crazy. So you're just a bad GM, you know? I mean, I'm projected to have 140 points. This week, so you got the roster. You just, you can't, you know. I'm Russell Wilson. Pieces around. Russell's just a butt of every joke. Okay, that's, that's why my team is called Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, Denver Nuggets. Don't know what I can say. I mean, this is peak <laughs> Nug life. Uh, you go out, lay an absolute dud against yeah. Utah. Did you end up watching that whole game? Uh, the Warriors game or the Utah? Game? No, the Utah game. Oh, I, I wanted no parts of that game. I recorded it, and then when I saw the score, I was like, I'm not watching any of it. It was just no effort. Um, just flat out, no effort. Uh, defensively, they were... And, and here's the thing. And I, I think... I think, and same with Minnesota last night, I think a lot of teams are going to think they can just roll into Utah and win. Yeah. But then you look at that team and those those players, they're all... they. They're not just, they're not young guys. They're all no, veterans. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, so, they, they, they all have, they're all guys that have something to prove. Vanderbilt, Beasley, Colin Sexton, like. Markinen, yeah, Mike Conley. Guys, and I think they're all on like, yeah. like last year's of their deal. So when I, if I'm a jazz fan, I'm like, for the love of God, yeah, trade stop, everybody. Stop. Please stop. Please, whatever you're doing, stop it. This is not the year to prove people wrong. Honestly, if I was the Jazz, I'd be like, hey, guys, we're opening up tryouts to our community. (laughs) If you want to come play for the Utah Jazz, now's your chance. You're 50 years old, starting point guard. Like, honestly. They should should trade for 
Russell Westbrook. Give Bobol. Give the Lakers. Give the Lakers uh, Conley. Um, they don't need another point guard. Clarkson. Well, if you trade Westbrook, they need shooting. Um, yeah, Clarkson. Yeah, so Conley, Clarkson, and give him Markkinen. Take the two first. Take Russ, and give him those three. I don't know. Rob Polinka's holding those picks hostage. He he wants those future picks. So it's going to be yeah. much to the Lakers' demise. Um, no, he I would mean, go to the grave with those two picks. Oh yeah, he's, he's probably going to get fired if they end up missing the playoffs. <laughs> um, see, he won't even get to use them. So jokes on you. Uh, yeah, peak nug life. Lay a dud against Utah, a team you should have beat. Come out last night with extreme energy. Now, part of it too is like they they shot the ball really well. Like KCP started the game like four or four or five or five. Um, so I don't know how often that's going to happen. But to be fair, it's not like Golden State didn't shoot well. Like they were both shooting like fifty percent going into halftime. Um, the Nuggets were just able to separate playing uh, good defense. Um, MPJ man, Ugh, we talk about it all the time, but that dude is just if he could just please Michael stay healthy, please. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I, Michael is someone that you can set the tone with, get him, get him shots early. If you can, I think the first bucket make, of the game was a play ran for him. Yeah. And he drains a three and that should be every game. I, he, he had 17 points. I'm pretty sure he had all, all 17 of those in the first half. So yes, I think he did. He is someone that starts off games really well. He's not a guy who's going to, he, once in a while, he have really good third quarters as well, but he's not someone that you're gonna be looking at in the fourth. Um, he's just he's never been that guy. So, but how much of that is him versus the ball just not finding him? Because I think it's the latter. No, but but even then, when Jamal got hurt at the end of that year, even then, Jam- MPJ finished the season the averaging like in those games that Jamal missed, he averaged maybe like 24, 23, something like that. The majority of those points were in the first three quarters. He did not score in the fourth. Um, it was very, very rare. And it's because he can't really create his own shot. Like, he has a step back three, but that's all he can do. And when you know that's all he can do, it's easy to guard. Kind of. Because he's six foot ten and his release is so damn high. Easy. But, yes. <laughs> but I... They... And again, when... Th- these two teams will meet in the playoffs. And when these two teams meet in the playoffs, I sure hope not. I think the key is to get MPJ going early, and they don't. That game isn't close last night if Jamal is playing. Well, it's just does, not. Hold on though. Does it get to that point if Jamal no. is playing? No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. Okay. Because Jamal like is not close for the Nuggets. Like the Nuggets lose that game, or the Nuggets. No, win the Nuggets. No, the Nuggets win that game. Okay, by I, 10. I think they lose that game. If Jamal is playing, yes. Jamal, right now, yes, I, I do think they would have lost that game. Uh, well, maybe, maybe because they don't start out as well. Bruce he, Brown, man, he is. But, fantastic. but what, I, what I'm what I'm saying though is Jamal in the fourth quarter, he's your closer, well, along with Jokic, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, in, but, in a but normal it's, it's, year, yeah. Right. So what? But what I'm saying is like in the playoffs, because I, I look all these games, the first half of this year. Is about staying. Is about keeping everyone else healthy and getting Jamal up to speed. That's what it is. It's not about, mm. it, and it, it's not really about winning. 
Like it is, you, you need to win obviously. Cause you need to make the playoffs, but they'll win naturally. Uh, whether Jamal plays or not, as long as they obviously do what they tend to do. It, it's play down. this first, the, right. The, the first half of this season is more about keeping MPJ healthy, figuring out what you want to do between Bruce Brown and KCP and who should start getting, by the way, getting Christian Brown up to speed and getting okay. Jamal Murray up to speed. Christian Brown's is good. Christian Brown is Christian Brown is uh he's gonna make an impact. We we didn't like where get he it, was he, taken, right? Because we liked him, but it's man. just not where because we liked other guys better. Um, but he makes winning uh, plays. Those couple offensive rebounds yeah. he had early, crucial well, the plays, steals. The, the defense, the, the defense that he had. Here's he the thing that they the the reason why they lost in five to or no did they get swept? No, they lost, they lost in five, five. right? The reason why they lost that quickly is because Jordan Poole killed them. They they have three guys yeah, now that can defend them. Jordan Poole. Well, so, I mean, if you look at their, they have a legitimate crop of defenders now. Right, Aaron They're, Gordon, they, Casey they are, Bruce Bound, Christian. Brown. They are a bad matchup for Golden State. If I'm the Warriors, Ooh, and and I and know. I live with the Warriors fan, he does not want to see the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs. He doesn't. He'd rather see the Clippers. Matchup. He'd rather see the Suns. He'd rather see every team in the West before he sees the Nuggets. They are a bad matchup. They struggle bad guarding matchup. Jokic. Um, they do. can't. They don't really have anyone to to guard MPJ because Draymond is guarding Jokic, and even then he's he's struggling. Well, and, no, and not. I mean, maybe late in the game, Draymond's guarding Jokic, but last night it was Looney, um, right. and then they had Draymond on. Ag, but what I'm what I'm saying is it's not a it's not a great matchup because oh, match problems, yeah, right. And and now the Nuggets have defenders that can guard and chase around Steph and and Jordan Poole. I mean, Clay is going to have those you know Clay games, but that's really all he can do is shoot the three at this point. He's not really someone. Yeah, he's not breaking you down, but he, he, he was never he, that though. In his well, he was never that, but he's not a good defender anymore. Um, because he, he can't. He, he's just he's thirty four. Like I mean, Wiggins, Wiggins. I think Wiggins but, was playing right. AJ last night. Right, but what I'm saying though is, well, yeah, but still, I mean, there's like three inches of of a height difference. I'm just saying it's it's not the Nuggets aren't an easy team to defend for Golden no. State, and now the Nuggets have guys to guard. It's almost like the Nuggets went out and said, okay, we got to find a team, build a team to beat Golden State. So it's almost like, you remember what the Clippers did? Like they built a team around to, to beat the Lakers and they ended up losing to the Nuggets because they couldn't, they didn't build a team to beat other teams. Um, it's almost like the Nuggets went out and said, okay, we're going to build a team to stop Golden State. Now oh, they, they can, by the Clippers. Poetic justice. Well, I, uh, well, I, I still don't think the Clippers are, I, I don't, I, Clippers are no, good. The Nuggets, Nuggets, well, the Clippers are good. Clippers what I'm saying really is, good. they can't guard Jokic. Like uh, they, no, but they so like it, it, it creates it creates problems for them. But all I'm saying though is that the it's I think in the West is between the Nuggets and the Warriors because I don't I don't because I, uh yes, because. but at the same time I was looking at the roster. They don't have a point guard. So if they can, uh, well, if they, CJ, you know what, you know what, he's not a pointer. You know what, no, New Orleans should do, should go do. New Orleans should go give up a, a pick, 
Mike and Conley. go get Michael Conley. Yep. If they do that, that scary. if they do that, they can they can get to the finals. I bet you that's something they kick the tires on at the trade deadline. Oh. Yep. That if if New Orleans does that, I will be officially terrified. Dude, I was looking the at their um at their box score last night. Valanciunas had thirty last night. But here's the like, thing, what? though. Here's the thing. I don't think they can really guard Jokic either, though. Oh no, no. So well, they don't have. They can score, but they don't have defenders. No, they don't. So no. that's that's so, going to be their bugaboo. No. I like uh, I like Jones. I think is his name. Herb Jones. Uh, yeah. Herb Jones. I really like him. Other than that, no. You can you can pick apart CJ. Zion is a Zion's a good defender. Um, yeah. but you can beat him off the dribble. The problem is that he's gonna chase down and get that block. So it's like he had four steals the other night. Like he's a good defender. He's Brandon not great. He's a, he's a good defender. Really turning into one of those dudes. Yeah, but he's not a good defender either. No, but he's. If you're a Lakers fan, man. I mean, it was I mean, worth Kyle, it. You got a chip. Kyle Kuzma went off last night. I mean, you got a championship out of it, but yeah, man. so it's worth it. But man, they also they also after they won a championship, blew up the team and traded KCP. Thank so like, you. thank you for that. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, LA. Thank you. But no, I mean, I, I think as of right now, and obviously things will, get, will change because you're going to see it, an unprecedented year as far as yeah. veterans being traded but um, from bad teams. Uh, like as of, of right the, now, it's between Denver and Golden State. Speaking of the game, um, man, we might be harping. I, at least I might be. Bruce Brown is just, I don't know if you're Brooklyn, how you let that guy get away. How did you let that do? I didn't know Bruce was like he's he's a legitimately good offensive player. Like he's well, he's legitimately good. Well, and I said when the when the trade happened, I loved it because Bruce Brown was the best player against Boston in that series. Yeah, but like I didn't see him because when you he saw, shot forty percent from three. No, yeah, and he's he's been really good. And I was worried about the, the sample size. Like, can he carry that over? Is that just a Small well, he, did, he did it all of last year, though. Like, yeah, but I mean, he's carried it over right now. What I'm saying is, no. like, when you saw him in Brooklyn, all of his offensive plays were corner three or a layup. Like, that's well, what, really what, all you saw. That's what he's going to do here. <laughs> well, he's been doing that, but like, he was breaking guys down last night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's handling an offense. I didn't know he could handle an yeah. offense like that. I, mean, I noticed this last night. Bruce Brown wears number 11, and KCP wears number five. Yeah, yeah, Monte. Yeah. I, I, thought, I think it was Adam Morris. He's like, yeah, the, the Nuggets really had no time. They're a million times no time. better. Uh, yeah, they I mean, are. For this, yeah, for for this team. And yeah. and and this is yeah. and I, and I said it before the trade happened. Uh, you got to trade Monte. The, you have to. The Nuggets. I, and I love Monte, but without was never those two work. guys, the Nuggets are a step higher than what they were with those two guys oh, yeah. it's 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 yeah. night and day you're getting more from bruce offensively than you are than than you got from monte obviously he's not the the point guard that monte is but he's not terrible plus you got a guy on the bench who and i want to oh, talk I'm about sorry. him too <laughs> because oh, please. that guy but you know what he he he's gonna be kind of the new will barton for me though really as far as Man, as far as a hero ball, we'll we'll get to it later. But uh, I, yeah, there, I there's things that, that he does. That I'm like, okay, Bones, you he, need to. But let, he gets into moments where he feels himself a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh but yeah. Most of the time, he's 
And he should not be in there at the end of games like like he was last night. Absolutely not. He's he's a disaster. Absolutely not. Like, you can't throw that (laughs) pass across the court. (laughs) And, like, I see that, and I'm like, yep, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. And then Jokic throws a touchdown, and I'm like... (laughs) That's you, quarterback in Denver. I don't. I don't want to pile on Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid is a really good player. But you cannot sit here and tell me that having Joel Embiid is is better than did having you. Nicole did Jones. you watch the game against Milwaukee? Did you watch the uh, end yeah. of that game? Yeah. Do you see the pass he tried to make? It should have actually been a turnover. Yeah, where he threw. Well, they talked about Jokic, it in the post game. Jokic makes that. Jokic makes that makes that pass though. Well. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, Chuck broke it down. He's like, oh, he so shouldn't Jokic even. Probably scores. Right. Well, Chuck was like, he shouldn't even thrown that pass. Like, why yeah. are you throwing that pass? Um, you can't tell. Like, I'll, I'll I'll admit that Embiid is the more physically talented, pl- like talented player, all around player. Yes, I'll give you that. I'll concede that hundred percent every day. He's soft though. Ooh. Um, even, Jokic, well, even Shaq says it. Um. Saw, I wouldn't say he, soft. He I think, plays soft. I think he falls into the um, the trap that Cat and AD fall into. Is they fall in? I'm not saying he's a soft. Much. I'm not saying he's a soft person. <laughs> I'm like saying he plays soft. Well, I just think he. he I, I would. I wouldn't say soft. I would say finesse. He falls in love too much. No, Jokic is with, finesse. Well, okay. He falls in love too much with the jump shot, though. That's that's what I'm ultimately trying to he's get. Soft. At. He plays he, soft. Eh, I don't know about that. He plays soft. Those all, three guys fall into it. Say it. Uh, I mean, sure. So I, can I say mean, it. that's that's fine. But I just think he falls in love with the jump shot too much. Like, get in the post. Jokic, well, I also, think, has gotten to a point also, where he, he has knows. taken the crown from AD as far as falling. He yeah. falls every play. I mean, it is absurd. No wonder he gets hurt. No one screams like Anthony Davis. <laughs> no one screams. He may fall, but Anthony Davis <laughs> screams and falls. So until you take that from him, you are no match. Um, Jokic <laughs> has gotten to a point, which is funny that we're kind of here with these two guys. Jokic has gotten to a point where he knows, okay, I forgot to score. He may hate it. He may hate every yeah. moment of it. But oh, the Utah game, he was he was furious. Yeah, like, oh, I'll put the ball in the bucket. And then last night, he's extremely aggressive from, from the jump. Um, but no, you can't sit here and convince me that having any other center other than Nikola Jokic, this isn't just a like Denver fanboy take. This he does things that not just few centers do, if any, few players in the league do. Like his IQ is Chris Paul, LeBron James level. Like he thinks it's, the it's game at that level. LeBron. Right. It, it might LeBron. be honestly. It might be first. I don't know if there's a. I I think you could make a legitimate argument that there's not a headier player in the league than Nikola Jokic. Just the passes he makes, the things he sees, telling guys where to go, directing traffic, scoring, passing. Yes, he's not the greatest defender in the world, but when you need him to defend, he's he, he can make those game-winning blocks, and we saw that time and time again last year. So He can get steals. and He's great. That. Great hands. I mean, he's... I don't. We just have to enjoy him while he's here because I don't know how much luck we're going to have with him. Uh, he loves his horses. I told you about the video before we got on here. Jamal's like, what are you watching on your phone? Horses, scouting horses. I'm like, who scouts horses? Nikola <laughs> Jokic does. So I don't know how much longer we're going to have him. He's he's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, the play he makes to throw the touchdown to Bruce Brown, I'm like, man, that guy is insane. Just Bruce Brown's the knowledge. new Gary Harris, but he's better. <sighs> man. 
He's the new Gary I'm Harris, but he's better. At all the foundational guys today. Well, look, oh, You're look, on here it today. <laughs> Golly, Gary's but your they, twin. They, I love yeah. Gary, but here's the thing: and they built a team around Jokic, how you would, well, how you should build around LeBron James. Yeah, defense and shooting, and and it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, I just there is no. Look, last year there were plenty of weak points. I don't see a weak point. And and I want to bring up DeAndre Jordan. Because I hated the move when it initially happened. But since the camp and the press conferences and all that, I think DeAndre Jordan might be the might be the best pickup of the offseason. And that's that over is Bruce over Brown? that is over Bruce Brown. Oh, I I think his leadership. I think his leadership is huge. Sure, but you're nuts. Bruce Brown has been excellent on on the course. Bruce Brown, but what I'm saying is DeAndre Jordan's yeah. leadership, um, yeah. is extremely underrated. I I think he and and he he goes in there. He gets a couple blocks game too, and he can uh, here and there. Yeah, he can run the pick and roll with Bones. But a lot of the times when you see Bones start to get out of control. It's DeAndre Jordan over there telling him, hey, him in the head. like, chill out. Um, if, I don't know if you saw when uh, I love how Malone, they got a new, uh, uh, like, um, like uh, what necklace, whatever you call it. Yeah, the Deepak uh, chain. For, yeah. Yeah, last year um, it was a chain. Now it's like a freaking. Now it's a full It's on, like 10 pounds. Like, yeah. Christian uh, Brown had to give it, a, give it back got to him because he was like, I'm afraid I'm going to lose it. I'm like, how do you lose that? The thing's like I don't know if huge. you saw the end of that. Um, Christian Brown got a game ball. I did, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And, well, yeah, the game and it ball. Was from, the it was from DeAndre Jordan, and I, I just think, okay. I just think for him, with the bench unit, and because you have so many guys, so many young guys on that bench unit. Yeah. Bruce Brown is 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 isn't, but other than Bruce Brown, because he's, I think he's like twenty six, twenty seven, mid twenties. But you got Christian Brown, uh, you got Bones. Like for those two guys specifically. I think he's great for them. And I, I think he's going to kind of bring them along. Like Bones played all of last year and he kind of learned how to play. I think what DeAndre Jordan is going to do for him is he's going to learn how to be a leader. And I think that's, and I think that's going to be something for Bones that down the road, three, four years from now, I think you can point at DeAndre Jordan and say, that's why Bones became the player that he could become yeah, in the that's future. That's so, that's where and 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 Christian Brown as well and I mean Christian Brown won't play a ton and he won't play at all in the playoffs more than likely unless there's foul trouble. Um, but Christian First Brown off the bench is last night. He which is crazy. yeah, which shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, I was like, um, wait a minute, what? That's by the way, that's two short games where Bones wasn't the first guy off the bench, which I is kind of interesting. But I think Bones drives Malone nuts. Um, but I think Christian Brown will be. The starting two guard in a couple of years from now on on this team. I think he's gonna be a huge piece down the road for them. And and the one thing I was saying about last night is it, I kind of forget he played at Kansas last year. Like he he already knows how to win. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you get those players, those players go to bad teams. And I think they 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 didn't have bad habits on a winning college team because they knew how to win. Like they learned how to win in college. 
they tend to forget how to do so in the NBA. Be a star in your role. Right. And and I think Christian Brown, he obviously went to the uh, a perfect situation. Like Denver and Golden State are the probably the two best situations to get drafted by at this point. And I I think he's gonna be that that perfect two guard that the Nuggets have been looking for, other than obviously Brown and, and KCP, but they're going to get paid and like, they're going to move on. They, th- this well, is probably a two year KCP signed an extension. Sure. Brown is, well, the one, yeah. um, Brown is the one though. He's going to get paid later on. They won't be able no. to keep him unless they trade KCP and give Brown that money. I, I might, I don't know. Maybe they do that down the road. Yeah. Um, but more than likely Brown isn't going to be here in a couple of years. Uh, Probably What's this season, deal? next year. I, I think it's just this year, next year. Unless he signed only a one-year deal. I'm pretty sure he signed a two-year deal. I know deal. DeAndre signed a one-year. Let me. I'm going to look at Bruce Brown's contract. Um, But, but uh, Christian Brown's going to be that guy. And he hasn't really found his shot yet. But he he can play. Like He's not just... like Defensively, what he did to Jordan Poole last night... It's a two-year deal man. for Brown. So. Okay. Is is it a full two year or is that, that a player option that second year? Uh player option second year. So if I see here's the thing though. I think he opts out. Yeah, he, he can get paid. playing like this, yeah. yeah. He can get paid. This might be the only year with, with, with Bruce Brown. Um but honestly, if if it is, I like Christian Brown. I, I think I I think Christian Brown can be a guy. Like he can be maybe not all star level, but he can be a guy. Well, every team league. needs needs those dudes who just make winning play. Every team needs a Sean Livingston. Every team, yep. you know, needs a, a a Bowen. You know, somebody like that who just a PJ Tucker who just makes winning plays. It doesn't mean that they're all star or they're you know these huge different makers, difference makers. But if they they can just be a star in their role and do the their role perfectly. That's all you need them to do, and that's what he but, did last night. Came in, get, and got also though, steals. he has a he has the potential to be even better though. Yeah. Yeah. Because of his corner, because he can, he can handle the ball. Yeah. He can shoot the ball. He hasn't shown it yet. No, just I mean, Jamal Murray missed like his first like 30 shots in the NBA. Yeah. So like, I'm not worried about Christian Brown shooting. We know he can shoot. Plus, uh, you, don't, you don't need shooting necessarily from him when you have. Not right now. The trio. But what I'm saying in the, in the future. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. he's, I mean, he's going to be a huge piece for them. They're, I just like I said, I I think I don't I don't necessarily see any holes in the and like as far as okay, just if the you bench. could make okay, well then if there's a move that that you think they can make, what is it? Because I well, couldn't I think of anything. I don't. My only concern with the bench, and and I think if with teams that can test them at the five, if Jokic gets in foul trouble, I, I know you like DeAndre Jordan. I'm I'm still just waiting for them to get tested. I think those. What about Zignaji though? Uh, I don't know. I well, we have to see because so get, he hasn't gotten really much run in preseason, and at all he hasn't he didn't play at all in these two games, did he? So, but I mean, if, if, if Jokic gets into foul trouble in the playoffs, that's. <sighs> I don't think you can. I don't think there's anyone that you can replace him with. Yeah. No, I just so I like, think those are the two weaknesses, but I don't think they're they don't have glaring weaknesses. I think that's the difference. No. Like the last couple of years, there were glaring and also weaknesses. a backup center as your weakness. All right, yeah, I mean you can I live mean, with that. And once playoffs <laughs> comes, I mean the, the rotation is going to shorten. But I don't yeah, think there's glaring small. weaknesses. 
Right. Um, mm-hmm. But we got to get to Bones because that obviously he's going to make some boneheaded plays. But I mean, it was four of ten last. Night. It's not yeah, great. they're not shooting well. But I mean, he does. He does things. I mean, he had. Do you remember the hesitation play he had on the right wing? He's coming down. I forgot who was guarding him. Was it? It was either Clay or it was Poole. He hesitates and just freezes the guy and gets a layup. And I'm just like, that kid is nasty, man. He's just I mean, so he's, he's so good. quick. He, he's he's so too. quick. He's I mean, so it, it's absurd. Uh, I want his ball handle to be a little bit better um, because his ball, he gets, he gets in trouble with his ball handle. Uh, I think it's a little loose, just a little wild. Um, he kind of needs to get that under control a bit, uh, but he's so quick that if he does get the ball handle, um, he's, I mean, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he, he's such a good finisher at the rim. Playmaker. Yeah, I mean the 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 play the play that I just I can't get out of my head for him is the on the fast break he does I, I don't know if it was a spin or whatever and then he kind of brings with his left hand he kind of brings the ball back a little bit not necessarily because his body didn't move backwards but he just kind of brought it back and then kind of just looped it around I think it was Jordan Poole. This is early in the game, so I don't know if you remember if that you one. watched. I watched. I watched it right before. I think I got into the third quarter and then I fell asleep. But um, I don't remember that play. So uh, maybe you maybe you didn't see it then. But it was it was a fast break. But he kind of just. I don't know how to explain it because you don't really see it very often. But what he did was just ridiculous, and for him uh, in the fast break, it's just. It's ridiculous. It's like Ty Lawson on steroids. Like his quickness is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's uh, he's a little wild. It's a little hero ball wild. Get it out now. Just get it out now, and then come play. I think come playoff times he'll be a little. Maybe not. But I mean, that's. I think that's what you're gonna have to live and die with with Bones. Um, he's gonna be a, a banger boom. You know, boomer bust, I guess, is what it would be. Boomer bust type of player. You know, he's going to make... Yeah, banger boom. Same thing, dummy. Clown. (laughs) I mean, I'll take that. Banger boom. No, he's going to be boomer bust. I mean, you're going to have to live with the really awesome plays. You're going to have to really try and not yell at him for the... I mean, Malone will do that for you uh, for the really bad plays, like last night. Like I'm surprised Malone just didn't drop dead of of like heat. Yeah, there was a, a deep breath that he took. I'm like, <laughs> he's just right. he looks around and he's just so in face. Like, how does this keep happening? Why can we not just win? Why can't we just win easily? Um, but then Yoga's is just unfazed. Um, no, Bones is great. The MPJ transition three where he's coming down. He yeah, that was absurd. Like, yeah, like. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Oh my god! I mean, we saw that in the bubble it's... where he did that. That was the first like, whoa! Did he just do that over LeBron? He just took a transition three over LeBron. I mean, this—it's not hyperbole, and it's not like orange. Or I was gonna say orange and blue color glasses. Um, it's not blue and what are their colors now? Blue and red color glasses. Blue, to, red, and yellow. To, yeah. yeah, to just say that you know this team has a legitimate shot. They're gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be between them, the Clippers, and Golden State. It's going to be I those just, three well, teams. The only reason why I take the Clippers out is because they're going to have to go through either Denver or Golden State. 
at some point. Hopefully, and those think, two teams I, fight each other first. And I just don't think it's a good matchup for either or for for you know what I mean. Like I, I don't think the Clippers, the Clippers match up so well against Golden though. State. Like they just have. I don't. I think they do. I mean, they have wings not against Golden wings. State. Oh yeah, not they against got the defenders. State. They got the defenders for those guys. So uh, I, I just. I don't know. The shooting. I, I like the Clippers. I just, I think it's a, I think when, when push comes to shove, I, I, I don't think they can beat Golden State or Denver in like, in the seven game series. We'll see. I hope not. I mean, I hope you're right. I mean, I hope, I hope those two teams. Meet I mean, I, I hope they beat Golden seven. State. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope they beat Golden State because I'd rather play the Clippers than Golden State. The only sure. way they would meet though, is if one is one and one is three, right? That's the only way they. No, you need you need. If Golden State, I'm assuming Golden State gets the one seed. We're both assuming that probably. Yes. Then you want the Clippers to fall at four. Four or five. Bracket works. Because it goes, it goes, it goes one and one and eight, and then four and five, and Uh, then and then two seven or three six and two seven. But what I'm saying though is, if, I mean. I think what you got to hope for is Phoenix takes the one seed and Denver Denver actually falls to four. Phoenix taking a one seed. I mean, they're Silly two and zero, oh, aren't they? No, they lost. Or no, they, last they won night. last night. Yeah, they lost last night. <laughs> they should, they well, should be 0 and 2. Maybe New Orleans takes one. Basically, what I'm saying, though, is if you, can maybe, if you can maybe finesse the, the schedule towards the end, drop some games, fall to four. I'll play Memphis or New Orleans. Well, I don't know if I want to play New Orleans in the playoffs. I, mean, I, I would, play I would, I would, I would do your best to avoid New Orleans. You're not but. scared of Jaw? Jaw's looking good. That dude. Is... No, I'm, I'm not afraid of. I, I Jaw's great, but I'm not afraid of Memphis. Yeah, I'm not. No. Jaw is so good, though. That dude is. If he can get a three-point shot, though, dude, he went like five of six last night from three. Well, what I'm saying though is, if he can do it in the playoffs, like yeah, yeah it, that, too. that changes things. Yeah, I mean that guy, the the things he's able to do, him and Zion, the things they're able to do mid air, I just it blows my mind. Um, okay, fun game last night, home opener tonight against OKC. I'm expecting this game to either be a loss or go to overtime because OKC, for whatever reason, this current iteration of OKC plays Denver super well. Don't understand it. Um, plus, back-to-back, Denver's schedule is rough. Yeah. 9 of 13 on the road to open up. I think yeah, after this hard. game, they go to Portland on Monday. So, get to see old good buddy Jeremy Grant and Damian Lillard. So, I don't know. Ideally, it's a win tonight. Wouldn't be shocked if it's a sweaty game, though. Hoping. Yeah, it's I mean, it'll, it'll probably be a close game. Um, I'm just excited to watch them all play. Yes, I just I just want to see him out on the court yep. and just play. Whether he shoots well or not, I don't care. Uh, he could go one for twenty. I don't, don't care. I think legitimate, knowledgeable fans know that they should not expect Jamal to be Jamal of the bubble or even the year after the bubble. No, but then that's just, why I'm saying the first half of the year, it's not about winning these games. Like you want to win, obviously. Like that, like you want to win, but it's not the goal here. Yeah. Like this is a long term. I remember when Peyton was here and we were actually doing the K-Met sports show and I said, every game is a preseason game. All, all 16 games. It's a preseason game. Get out of there healthy. 
figure your crap out, get to the playoffs, and, and on, off you go. It's not necessarily an 82-game preseason, but I would say it's almost like a 40-game preseason where it's like, all right, let's get out of this thing healthy this first half, and let's get these guys up to speed. Yep. Maul, let's get you up to speed. MPJ, let's get you up to speed. Uh, even though he shot well, he's still there's still things where I'm like, okay, he's he's behind on things. You know, I mean, he's missed a year, so yeah. Um, get Christian Brown up to speed. Yep. Get get Bruce Brown and KCP more uh, more in tune with because even Bruce Brown in the post game interview last night or post uh, press conference, I don't know. At some point, he said there were, there was two passes that Jokic passed him the ball and he wasn't ready. Oh, like yeah. he, it's, it's an adjustment. Yeah. No, there was so, one on the wing that went right through. They were both in the first quarter. Yeah. So that's, you know, to get these guys up to speed. And then that, that last 30 games. All right. Let's let's pick it up. Let's get mm -hmm. serious here. And then get hot going into the playoffs and get yeah. hot at the right time. Kind of almost like what Boston did last year. Yeah. I mean, I look, I wouldn't be shocked if the Nuggets are hovering around 500 by, Dece in, by the end of December. Ooh, I hope not. You you, you hope not, but what I'm saying though is your focus it doesn't I it won't it won't scare me. And I'm not going to be overly concerned if they're 500 by uh, on January 1st. One Boston was last year, or they were worse, and they were fine. Yeah, no, they but what I'm awful saying for a majority yeah, of the year. But what I'm what I'm saying though is th this year, like in 20 the year 2022, not about winning these games. You want to win, but it's not about doing so. It's about getting these guys just. But at the point where you, they should be. Yeah. Well, ideally, um, they get their stuff together and uh, get some wins, get Jamal to go along with them. But uh, we shall see. You got anything else before no. we call it a day? All right. Well, we thank you guys for tuning in. And by you guys, Thomas, thank you. Um, random bot, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you learned something <laughs> about Jokic today. Um, no, leave me alone with your spam. For Brandon Stahl on the other side, I see you, Priest Jr. This has been the Behind the Glasses Sports Podcast.